Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. That was pretty soulful. Pretty, we got like in the deeper register. Yeah. I was singing from my chest. Ooh. Like the talented broad I am. How you doing, Maddie? Good. Nice. <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, no, I have a funny story to tell you. Okay. So I know last week we talked about things that you're probably, or we talked about aging. So right. actually, okay, I'm just going to tell you the story. So I went to South Bend last week to go to my friend's son's birthday party. Okay. On the way home, I was going through a toll and it looked like one of those big ones that you can just fly right through. Oh. It was not. <laughs> And I hit that thing that prevents you from going any further. <laughs> and it literally just, like, fell to the ground. And I was waiting for the police to, like, chase after me. But no one ever did. So I don't know what's going to happen. Oh so will you visit me in jail? I won't go to jail. But um, and there's no damage on my car. <laughs> but I did, like, duck and cover. <laughs> It just gave me a minute to recover from that. And then I was scared to tell my dad, but he laughed, so it was fine. I had no idea where that story was going. Oh, so my God. basically, I'm too old to drive the way I do. You know, it is risky. You do sometimes drive like you just learned how to do it. And you still need a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you hit the gate. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. But how are you? Oh, I'm great now. You're you know, welcome. a good laugh will always do that for you. Yeah. Yeah, laughter's the best medicine. And I actually really am good. I don't have anything to share. Like, okay. So, I don't know. I'm just being 28. I mean, honestly, so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. I really... Oh, my God. Wow. I don't know what that was. Um... I had, like, a great birthday party with my friends. Then I had a great birthday party with my family. Then I had another birthday party last night with more friends. And, like, my ex-boyfriend is, like, begging me to pay attention to him. And I'm feeling really powerful because every time I'm like, no, thank you. And, like, that just, like, really does something for my soul. Um, Was he, like, it's October 1st? (laughs) Basically. I was like, I'll try again next month. And then he was like, hi. Happy birthday. Also, what? I was like, mm. booked. So sorry. And I'm not even being an asshole. I actually am virtually fully booked for October. Booked and busy, babe. Sorry. Good. Um, so, yeah, I just been feeling Mercury retrograde is happening. And so I am a little nervous that at any point the good could really just, like, blow up. No. Like so far, so good, but we do so have to ride it out until October eighteenth, which is scary. As far away, so a lot of Spooktober vibes. Oh my god, Spooktober! Spooky. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> well, it did sound spooky. It did sound spooky, but that other podcast does that. Who does that? Whatever. Okay, so give us the top three, Brie, if you please. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. First up, okay. Also, it took me a while to recover from last week's top three. I, I waited until this morning to write a top three because I was like, I just can't even get into the news. Oh my God, please don't do it to me again. But it's okay. It's okay because this week we've got actual genuine good tea. <clears throat> so let's get into it. First and foremost, most important, Britney Spears' dad is officially immediately, like, judge signed the papers and it was immediate cut off. It's amazing. And he might go to jail. Oh my God. Because within the conservatorship, he did have, like, total control over Britney's choices and assets and things. But, like, there's still rules. And he was very much breaking them. Mm-hmm. Like, he the thinks he's in trouble for it's like, there's a reason he needed to, like, take the doors off in her house. Like, he infringed on her privacy. Oh, my God. Like, she couldn't even, like, go in her bedroom, close the door, change her clothes in private, and then, like, come back out. Like, she had no doors. Um, also, he put a recording, like, chip in her phone. But also, like, recording devices to, like, keep track of her conversations within her house without oh her knowledge. God. And he's been, like, buying property and then selling it. And then that cash never goes back into that same bank account. So, like, he's s- s- just true life stealing her money. Oh, my God. He's, like, buying these houses and then, like, not really doing anything with them. He's just selling them. He doesn't live in them. He doesn't, like, fix them up and then sell them for, like, a profit. It's, like, a job. He just buys them. Turns around, sells them, and then that money is just, where yeah. are you putting it, Jamie? What's going on? So he, he might go to jail. He's definitely going to be in court um, for some follow-up. And Shit. But on the bright side, Brittany immediately started celebrating. I mean, bitch flew a plane the same night that it was announced. She was like, look, I'm doing flying lessons. I've always wanted to do this, and I couldn't. Look at me. That's so funny. Also, her and her fiancé immediately after that went on vacation <laughs> now they're like on some island and homegirl is posting Nudes. naked pickies on her instagram like she's really hashtag free britney she is i love that for her yeah i just think like if you couldn't do anything at all what's the best way you can like show like you have your autonomy back nude flick on the gram yeah i get it i'm happy for her okay Number two is some drama, and I've put a few stories in one because otherwise it would have taken up the whole top three. So I'm just going to give spark notes on each little sitch. And then if anyone out there cares to, like, do their own digging, it's really not hard via TikTok or Instagram. Um, You know, you can figure out what you need to figure out. You can get the tea where you need to get it. So, first up, Brendan and Piper have broken Amid all the Natasha drama. Which, like, duh. Nobody's shocked that they broke up. I am not shocked. Are you? No. Okay. But I wanted them to be happy. Right, but, like, it's just... now they're going to come back to the TV. Mm. Well, Brendan is, like, losing partnerships. I don't think anybody really wants to work with him anymore. He's got it far worse than Piper, for sure. I don't know if we'll be seeing... Piper will maybe see again. But I don't know about Brendan. He's fallen pretty far. Pretty far down there. Um, Piper will probably get, like, some cool interview somewhere, like... Well, I don't know. He manipulated me, 
and I, you know, like she's gonna probably do one of those, and then all the girls are gonna be like, oh, Piper. That's mean if she does that because it was very clearly like two. Um, like two <clears throat> yeah, she thought the plan was gonna be one thing, and or, he made it something else. Yeah, but I, I didn't buy. I think she knew. I think she knew. As soon as she said, "I'm not stupid. Why would I put a label on it before I had a chance to come to the beach?" I feel like she knew exactly yeah. what they were doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like she thinks, like, now that they're broken up, she's, like, been posting a little bit and, like, putting in her story, like, we're still not friends with you. Like, I don't want her back on a Bachelor or anything. Yeah, no, me either. Like, she's That's annoying. why I wanted them to stay together. was mean to Natasha, and so, like, yeah, she's done up. in my book. Following up on the breakup train, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss have broken up Again. <laughs> I wanted them to stay together too because I don't want to see either of them again. But, 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 I have bad news for you. What? Sources say the breakup is because of Abigail. Oh, I saw that too. And there's like receipts. Ah. <laughs> I mean, good for Abigail. I yeah, because Dale's hot. Dale's hot. I'll give that boy that. He is. And now instead of Claire and Dale, it'll be Abigail. Ooh. I don't like that. Abigail? Mm-mm. You don't have to say Abigail. Abigail? Name that movie. I don't know. Catch me if you can. I don't think I've ever seen that. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So Claire and Dale have broken up again. Everybody is feeling sad for Claire because in addition to her breakup again with Dale, who she's, like, obsessed with, um, she's also going through, she had, like, a breast surgery. She, like, had her boobs removed or something. And so she's healing from that, and her mom has now been moved to hospice care. And so she's just having a really tough time. Yeah. Dale, on the other hand, is posting pictures celebrating his like 33rd birthday or whatever and looking fine as hell and unaffected as fuck like he Mm -hmm. doesn't really seem to care so then Dumois posted a blind that said bachelor nation is not going to address it because they don't want to mess up her good girl edit but word on the street is claire and dale were taking a break at some point and now it has come out that he hooked up with abigail during said break which to me we're on a break to me, if you step away from your relationship, like, to me, space, like, just break up then. I don't believe in space. Space is space for another girl to come fuck your man and you can't be mad about it. Thank yeah. you for coming to my TED Talk. So I think Claire being mad at Abigail is childish. Like, be mad at Dale and say, I wanted you to, like, honor our time apart differently and you didn't. So, like, upset at you. you Abigail didn't really. If Dale presents himself, like, hey, I'm single. Do you want to? Yeah. I would say yes. Like, me too. Do you want to take my top off or do you want to watch me take my top off? How do you want to? How do you want to go about that? I'm not going to say how would Claire feel. Claire who? Right. Like, that's not my job. So, you know, grow up there. But Claire posted a picture on Instagram. She's holding her mother's hand. She writes a scathing caption about why she's not talking about the breakup. She's going through a lot. She tagged Abigail in 
the photo. So, like, not her name in the caption, but if you tapped, she was tagged in the photo. Oh, my God. And I'm just going to read a little bit, okay? I hate that I even have to say this, but in response to all the questions that are coming my way right now, I'm choosing not to speak right now on the details of my relationship because at the end of the day, anyone can put on an act, all caps act, by the way, or throw words together to form any narrative they want. What I will speak on is emotionally and physically I'm going through a lot with healing from my recent surgery still and my mother being placed in hospice care. So my energy is focused on grieving, healing, and being present here at home in Sacramento. While trying to share... my glasses on while trying to share and help others going through similar life experiences as I'm sharing today. I just am thankful for the people in my life. All right, this is where it gets, this is where if I was Abigail and Dale, I'd be like, ooh. I'm just thankful for the people in my life who offer genuine, unconditional love with no personal gain and stand by me through thick and thin, this is all caps, especially when the cameras are off with no accolades. Actions speak for themselves. All I have to say is, we were on a break. Yeah, it's just like a lot of feelings for like, you guys were broken up. So like, but we all know that Claire likes Dale way more than Dale ever liked Claire. So there's that. But the fact that she tagged Abigail is so savage to me. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, but she untagged her because Abigail is still under her NDA. Like, Bachelor in Paradise is still happening. So yeah. she can't talk about it. Um, so she untagged her. I'm sure, like, some producer somewhere oh. reached out to her and was like, you can't. Because we're all in the thrall of, like, is she still dating Noah or not? Or Noah. Ah. Okay, and third up. This one's just, like, weird. Did you ever watch Honey Boo Boo? Yeah. Well, she's 16 now. Wow. And, you know, no longer Honey Boo Boo. She just goes by Alana. Her family has, like, so many crazy issues. Her mom was, like, really deep down a drug hole and went to jail and had, like, this crazy abusive boyfriend. It was a whole thing. So her older sister has custody of her now. Wow. So she's 16. She Pumpkin? Lives, mm-hmm. Pumpkin is her, like, guardian. guardian. And so Pumpkin is married, has a house, some kids, and there's a show about them trying to, like, get their life back on track after all this craziness with their mom and, like, whether she will or won't stay sober because it's been on for a few seasons. I haven't seen, like, a ton of it, but obviously I'm nosy and was like, oh, I'll watch a little of this. What's it called? Well, it started out as Mama June from not to hop because she got, oh. like, that um, sleeve surgery that, like, helps people who are very overweight. It, like, helps them lose a lot of weight. I'm not really sure how it works. But they did this whole thing with her. They got her a new look. Um, they helped her fix her teeth. She dyed her hair blonde. You know, she just, like, got herself a little, a little spruced up. And But that was honestly, she got hot. But she did look great. Went real downhill for her, though. She got really confident. She got this boyfriend. He is horribly into drugs. Brought her what down with. Sugar Bear? They are divorced. <laughs> and sugar he's not bear. the father of any of the children. No, I think he was just, like, stepdad. Okay. So, I think he might be Alana's birth father unconfirmed though that's a lot of drama there but they're 
no longer together and he's like dating this horrible woman who like hates all of his kids i don't know it's it's giving very alabama storyline to me mm-hmm. it's very typical southern like stereotype story but it's like they're actually living it um so like now i think it's just like family drama like they've switched it from hot to not to like family drama or something it comes on like tlc that same channel with like 90 day fiance Mm -hmm. all that stuff um great to binge watch if you're like sick or hungover guilty but she just made it instagram official with her boyfriend her like first boyfriend yes and so everyone's like, oh my god, cute, Alana has a boyfriend, he's 20 years old. <gasps> he is 20, 2-0. My boyfriend's 20. Ah! Yeah, but like, you're allowed to have a 20-year-old boyfriend. Alana is 16 and very much not allowed to have a 20-year-old boyfriend. Yeah, that's risque. And so, like, people that are, like, her family members were commenting on the Instagram post, like, oh my god, cute, we love him so much, happy for you too. Babe, that's illegal, take it down. It's illegal, take it down. Yeah. Take it down. Like, would your mother? No. When you were 16, just allow you to date, granted her mother is on drugs, but a 20-year-old? No. Oh my god, that's bad. One time when I was in junior high, a boy rode his bike to my house because I made my AIM status <clears throat> away, dot, dot, dot. Could really use a hug right now. Wow. And he texted me and said, I'm going to come give you a hug right now. Who was it? You don't know him because you were at church. Praying for you because you were a hoe. Ah! Because you are a hoe. Hoes have more fun. Don't I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. But he really, like, didn't live close. That's He, so like, crazy. rode his bike pretty far. Okay, just, like, you know the suburbs. He lived, like, on your side of town. Like, you know where Walgreens is? Not the one behind your house, but, like, the other one by Little oh. Caesars. He lived in the apartments by the bank. No, that's not true. He lived in the houses by the apartments. Like... <laughs> So further, even further. Oh my god. Because it was like far. back behind. And he rode his bike from there to my house to give me a hug. And I was like, oh my god, this is love. Okay? This is love. He rode his bike at least two miles for me. Wow. My grandfather chased him away. Oh my god. And I have never been so embarrassed. <laughs> he was like, but you don't invite boys over to your home ever. And definitely not at night time. Away, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, he is my friend, and I'm sad, and he was coming, and my grandpa was like, you're sad, go talk, go sit and talk to your mom. Mom's on the couch. <laughs> you she don't you a hug. And I was like, I don't want a hug from her. <laughs> it's all the same. So, like, I don't think me at 16, bringing home a 20-year-old, would have gone over well. No. So I just hope he's not, like, some weirdo creeper, like a real one, who's, like, gonna try to use her because she, like, has money or something, and, like, I don't know, that worries me. Yeah. But that's sure. it. That's what I got for you this week. Alright. I feel like that was a much better selection than last week. It was. You guys were, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to bore you. 
Oh, also confirmed Jason Derulo did cheat on Jenna. Oh! Lots of girls were on Let's TikTok. Jason um, Derulo. Yeah. They were posting screenshots of he was, like, really in girls' DMs the whole time she was pregnant. That's fucked up, man. Like, the whole time. <laughs> That's fucked up. All right, lead us into the top. The top? Pick at hand. <laughs> okay, so the topic this week is rejection is scary. <laughs> yeah, it truly is. Like, rejection is of all kinds. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Don't know why I was thinking like a very narrow brand of rejection. Like, you want to date a boy, and he's, like, not into it, but, oh, my God, you're so right. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, work or, like, trying out for something or, like, I don't know, just, like, a new business venture. Like, yeah. I'm Um, scared to, like, what if you apply for, like, a new credit card and they're, like, bitch, you're not cool enough. Yeah. Your grown-up credit score is not cool enough. Get out of here. Like, that would hurt my feelings. Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of rejection that comes with the path I have chosen in life, music-wise. And I, like, even in high school, like, auditioning for musicals and stuff, I never got a lead in high school. And then I went to college. I didn't get into any music programs not one single music program which is crazy which is to crazy me. because you have to have like you have to be good at everything you have to be a good dance well i'll get to that okay there's a long i'm gonna give you the whole history of rejection from my life okay okay so i didn't get into any music programs and then i so then i went to ball state because i was like well i'll just whatever i'll go away to school and I started taking lessons, and I, the first time I ever sang for my voice teacher, she, like, jumped. And she was like, oh, my God, that was so loud. And I was like, I'm singing Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood is loud. I'm, what? And I was like, this bitch doesn't know anything. Okay? <laughs> so then I go to Columbia, and I'm a transfer. So everyone already knows everybody. And they all have their own friends and everything. All the teachers know all the musical theater kids and yada, yada, yada. There's no room for Maddie anywhere. And then I didn't get into any of the musicals there. I didn't get any solos that I auditioned for there. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm a good singer. And they didn't, I think they just like didn't know what to do with my voice, I think. Because it's, everybody sings the same there. In my you in, like, don't have that, theater. like, I think that that, I see it on, like, TikTok and, like, other shows all the time, like, in community theater. You don't have that, like, overly polished, I'm trying to show you how much right. I'm trained voice. You have, like, a real, like, no, I'm just, like, naturally good at this, and yeah. I've honed my instrument and so I sound really good like me. I feel like I know exactly. There's like that typical like somebody could sing two notes and be like, oh God, they've been to musical theater kids yeah. since they were eight. And some lady's been like telling them to open their mouth a certain way for 75 years and they all sound the same. Yeah. 
So pack it up, Rachel Berry. <laughs> yeah. And so that was annoying for me. And then when I audition for anything ever, and I never get it ever. <laughs> so, but, and I remember like right after college, I was like, what? Why am I even auditioning for things anymore? And I was literally, I was really also on strong antibiotics. I kind of made me crazy. <laughs> so that's another reason I was little, my mom was literally getting ready in the bathroom and I was <laughs> sitting on my knees, like just sitting on my knees, not kneeling, but like sitting, I guess sitting on my heels. Yeah. And I just started crying. <laughs> And my mom was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but, and I didn't go to my audition that day because I was like, well, what, this is the fucking point. <laughs> but then, sorry, you know, I'm laughing. I got today. used to the rejection. Cause, so now I'm just like, well, I what do I have to lose? I'll go sit at the voice audition for two hours just for them to tell me I'm not going to make it. But like, at least you tried. Yeah, and you know what? Someday. Maybe they'll say, okay. Or, you know what? Or someday you'll make it on your own. And then you will have a moment, like, you'll have a platform with lots of people listening to you and paying attention to you. And you can say, I tried out for The Voice every year for 12 years consecutively. And they never chose me ever. And look at me now. Yeah. So who's smart? Yeah. And but I really, always said that whenever, if I ever win any award and I have to, like, thank people... You'll thank The Voice for denying you? No. I said, I will not, I will not thank anybody. <laughs> Except for... Oh, my God. You're like the Conor McGregor of singers. I will thank some people, but no. Oh, wait. No, that was... He said he, he said he wouldn't apologize to anybody. He was like, I'd like to apologize... To fucking nobody! Oh my god. <laughs> because everyone said he was going to lose this fight, but he was like, no, I'm going to win it. I know how I've trained. I'm going to win it. And then he did, so he said he wasn't apologizing for shit. Um, or like Snoop Dogg. He accepted an award, like one of his Grammys, and was like, and lastly, I'd like to thank me. I worked really hard for this. Good for him. Thank you that for all your hard me. work, sacrifice. <laughs> like he just... But it's that's fair. That if you fair. work hard, I will thank some people, but me. You I, could thank me. I'll thank you. For... Well, you'll be my plus one. <laughs> that is such a thank you in itself. I love to hear you sing. I get goosebumps every single time. And you would think that I would be tired of it by now. I've heard it a lot, but <laughs> I never am. You're sweet. So that's the rejection that I faced in life. I'm not going to get into the boys yet because why don't you, you want to share some rejection stories? Well, yeah. So I like that you've started because now I feel like I don't feel crazy for the first point I'm going to make. It really makes sense. So for me, rejection is very scary. I don't handle it well. Um, (laughs) I just like haven't dealt with a lot of rejection in my life. It's just like the way it's been set up. It's, my life has been very easy. And everybody always tells me, yes, great, we're so happy to have you. So in the instances where I am rejected or turned down, I like spiral. And immediately I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? What is bad in me? What yeah. is what I did something wrong? Like I didn't do enough. I did too much. 
like I'm I'm bad I have to fix something and so I wrote mine down like kind of in the realm of dating and work but like yours really makes me think like you really don't have to fix yourself you just have to like find the thing that is right for you yeah like sometimes rejection is not like this big scary terrible like oh my god I suck kind of thing yeah which is really where I go always like yeah still but it's just I think it's because like you have gotten used to it in a way that like is healthy it's like sometimes people tell you no because it's just like like the voice it's always like they're gonna pick the person who is like from a teeny town and she's got this crazy story and she doesn't have that many friends or like her dad died like you know there's always a something and you're just like a girl who's good at it they're like, all right, well, what do we have to talk about? You're like, my name's Maddie. I'm pretty. You know, like, you don't have, like, I'm sexy, I'm cute, I'm popular to boot. And it's like, that's not what the people want on a Tuesday hair. night. The boys all look to stare. It's like the mom's watching TV. They want a story. Yeah. But, like, I literally didn't get this promotion I wanted when I worked at BCBG, and so I quit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Instead of, like, I had a meeting and was like, okay, so I really just don't understand because I was told by a different manager here that I had all the pieces they were looking for, I would be excellent for the position, I should 100% apply for the promotion and, like, interview at a new store for the promotion. And I did that. And then they didn't pick me. And so that feels mean. Why would you? Yeah. She was like, well, there were other girls up for the position. Like, there's something wrong with you. I still stand by, like, you do have all the pieces. You would be a perfect fit, but that manager just vibed better with somebody else. And I was like, okay, well, I'm giving me two weeks notice. I've really appreciated my time here. (laughs) But, like, this is embarrassing to me, and so I have to go. Like, I just, I, I, like, my brain, like, shuts down. Yeah. Well, you were young. Because it's so easy to, <clears throat> when you get rejected, to, like, take it, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I feel so sad. <laughs> no, just, like, take it so personally. And then it's very easy to don't, totally go to that place where you're like, well, obviously it's me, so I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Yeah. Or, like, then you think about all the possible outcomes of you doing this certain thing, and if one of them is rejection, then you just don't even do that thing anymore. <laughs> that was literally next up was... Also, the fear of rejection sometimes keeps me from even trying literally anything at all. Like, even I can sing, and uh, you'll never hear me do it. I sing in the comfort of Maddie's home. That's a, Or in my car by myself. I just, like, won't. Because it's like, I know I'm good at it. I know. I've been yeah. in lots of shows. People have told me so. I'm not going to do it. Like, if somebody were just like, Brie, sing a Whitney. Come on. I'd be like... In my head, I'd be like, I'm going to rock this on. I'd blow it out of the water. And on the outside, I'd be like, oh my god, no. I've been drinking. My voice is, oh my god, I'm so untrained. <laughs> I haven't practiced in years. I can't. Go ask Maddie. Whatever people say, oh my god, sing this. My answer would always be, oh my god, no, go ask Maddie. <laughs> but it's like, it's still, it gets you that same outcome. Like, if you try and you get rejected, you don't get the thing. You don't get the reward or the hug or the like I don't know the praise any of you don't get the position like you don't get any of it yeah but also just like not trying you still don't get it 
it's like I really struggle with like just fucking do it. I know, and like sometimes I am just like, well, I'm just gonna fucking do it. Who cares? But then other times I'm like, they're gonna I tell can't. me no. Yeah, like what <laughs> if they don't like it? Yeah, you know. But really, I am like, I don't know. Rejection does something crazy to me. It makes me like change who I am completely overnight. I like get temporary insanity. I think. Um... <laughs> For instance, <laughs> for, like, I'm not trying to chew my own horn, but, like, I'm pretty, and I'm a really good flirt. So yeah, I know. 9.5 times out of 10, if I say to someone, do you want to kiss me, they have already been, like, dying to do so. Literally only once in my life. Once. That I can think of. Maybe it might have happened on another time where I was, like, really drunk or something. But I just can't think of any other time that I've asked a man, do you want to kiss me? And they said no. A man... Oh, God, that sounds so hurtful. ...told me no. Well, he was messed up. I know, and it's like... My stomach is making crazy noises. If you can hear it, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't hear it. Oh, okay, then never mind. <laughs> it's my dog. <laughs> But, like, he told me no, and, like, I have not been the same You haven't. Since. You just gotta get over it. Because... Like, I, like, barely talk, like, barely talk to boys out now, because it's like, oh my god, am I just, like, a gross, thirsty bitch? No, he had reasons that were dumb. Right, right, right. And, like, I tell myself that, but, like, my brain is just like, no, you cannot ask another man if he wants to kiss you, because, like... Now it's registered that no really is an option to that question. And I do not yeah. like hearing it. <laughs> no. Don't want to do that again. So, like, I just haven't. But also, I did once. He said yes. So, like, I think I'm, I'm, you're, you're I'm on the up. Uh, I'm coming back up, up. up. But, like, no yeah, is such a, it's such an it's ugly word. No. Grow up. Just fucking kiss me. <laughs> but also, just fucking hire me. Just fucking promote me. Like, all the things. I do not do well with no. Yeah, me either. Like, I remember when I was younger. This has been a lifelong problem. My mom told me. Like, I would ask, like, can I have a pop? And I was not allowed to drink pop until I was, like, 12. And she would say no. She'd be like, no. You can have apple juice and water and Gatorade. And I'd be like... And I would go sit upstairs and, like, put myself a time out. <laughs> and she'd be like, Brie, why are you sitting up here in the dark in the corner? And I was like, well, you told me no. So, that's, that's, like, something in my head is, like, if somebody tells me no, they hate me. It is insane. That is insane. But like, no is hurtful. It's so hurtful. But I just have, like, this little mantra. And it's like, it's not you the situation is just not right like somebody telling you no i don't want to kiss you does not mean you are the ugliest dumbest bitch i've ever met please get the fuck away from me which is how i internalize that yeah it's really just like no unfortunately i have these boundaries that i'm going to honor it has nothing to do with you i just i can't kiss you right now yeah he didn't say he didn't want to i right it's like Yeah. Um, another 
technique I've been doing, which is probably not the healthiest, is like if I like text a guy and I'll be like, "What do you like?" Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to paraphrase here, so I'm gonna have to go right for the actual actual exchange. So okay. I texted this guy and I was like, <laughs> "When just, like, will I see you body again?" Language. I'm scared. Oh, oh, oh. Which is like, okay, whatever. That is such a cute thing to say to somebody. And he said, "Hey, um, I had a lot of fun last night, but we just kissed. We did not do anything the night before." Yeah, and. I'm not really looking to date anybody. So then I was like, and like, I wasn't like trying to be like, let's date. But I wasn't, in my mind, I wasn't completely casting it off as something that would never happen. Like, yeah. You know, I was being kind of hopeful. But then as soon as that even smidge of rejection happened, I was like, well, me either. <laughs> cool. Well, I, <laughs> me first. <laughs> no, I said, I didn't say anything about dating. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> like, I just changed my tune. And it's it's fine. I also I wrote, if it's healthy, rejection but... creates bad habits. Yes, and that is one that I have been creating. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Like, yeah, okay, same, same. It was like, I didn't want to date you at all. I didn't even think about it. I didn't. Come up with our wedding hashtag or anything. <laughs> Just kidding, I didn't. I well, I also very much am that girl that like. I, I mentally, not out loud. I'm not crazy. Or am I? <laughs> no, not out loud to anybody. But up here is happening. Like if I, I'm a Libra. I'm ruled by the planet Venus. Okay, I'm all about love. I'll have just, like, a one good time with a person. I'm like, that man could be the love of my life, and so I need to be prepared. <laughs> and I will, like, start mentally preparing to be, like, the love of his life. And then he tells me he doesn't want to make out with me in a bar. And oh. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, what am I going to do now? Whatever. I didn't want to kiss you anyway. I thought you wanted to kiss me. That's why I asked you. You know, I, I was doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah, I do think that I said something along those lines. Um, but I very much do that. Like, not the ex-boyfriend that I talk about all the time. The ex-boyfriend who I used to call my favorite ex-boyfriend, who I don't even think I'm allowed to talk about anymore. But, like, whatever. Um, I'm gonna, because it's not the boss of me. One time, he was, like, fully dating this girl. Like, him and I broke up and started dating this girl that I hated. And it was a terrible time for me. Um, and I just, like, could not handle that he was dating her, of all people. So I turned into this big, horrible bully. I was so mean to her. It's kind of funny. But, like, it's not cute behavior, but it was funny. Because I just, like, couldn't handle it. In my head, I was like, no, there's just no way that he actually likes her. He's just waiting for me to be like, I'm sorry. Come back to me. This is what I convinced myself. So him and I, like, have a secret meetup. And I said something along the lines of, like, okay, but, like, I said I'm sorry. And so just, like, when are you going to break up with her? Because there's no way you actually like her more than me. Which, why I would set myself up for that one. Oh. Not quite sure. Because he said, I do like her more than you. And I don't plan to break up with her. I love her. Oh, ouch. And I said, 
prove it. <laughs> That's weird. Because you're hanging out with me right now. So, that is weird. And he was like, well, because you asked to talk. And I was like, yeah, but if you love your girlfriend so much, you should have no. Um, and then I, like, really spiraled and was like, well, if you thought that I would ever get back together with somebody with a wiener like yours, you're crazy. I only came to hang out with you today because I told my friends, watch, I'll text him, do you want to hang out, do you want to talk? And he'll say yes immediately because he's a baby and he'll say yes to anything I say. And so thank you for proving my point. And goodbye. I'm going to call somebody else to drive me home now. And so I did. I had to sit and wait at Panera by myself for a little bit. But it was fine because I hurt his feelings. Like, I can't just be like, oh, you like her and you want to... Okay. Ouch. I'll see you later. I had to, like... Totally just... Serve him one also. Yeah. Well, you know, have you grown from that behavior? Or do you still do that? Um, it depends. Okay. I would say I have grown. But again, rejection can create bad habits. And habits are hard to break. And so if I'm feeling particularly triggered, it does come back out every once in a while. Um, but I'm doing a better job of like surrounding myself with better people. Men who aren't as toxic, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it hasn't come out in a few years. That's good. Hashtag gross. Hashtag gross. We love that for me. We do love that. Um, oh, my God. Rejection from a guy just, like, hits so much worse than any other kind of rejection. Yeah. When I was, like, trying to get my thoughts together for this episode, I actually had Tammy in mind a lot. Like, that episode of Bachelor in Paradise when she's, like, asking Thomas, she's just like, okay, but, like, what can I do? Like, what can I do to change your mind? And it's like, obviously, I would rather get hit by a bus than ever say that out loud to a man. But, like, that is where your brain goes, like. Yeah. Like, I, every relationship, I always, afterwards, I'm like, all right, we broke up. And, like, obviously, it's a two-way street. Like, it's never just, like, one person's fault unless it is. In this case, it wasn't. So I was like, okay, what can I have contributed here? And it's just, like, the saddest. Because it's like, well, does he think my breath is stinky? Or, like, does he hate my face? Like, did like, I, am I too it? fat? Did he, like, see my naked body in a weird position? And he was just like, oh, God, yeah. I have to go. Yeah. Like, you just think of so many negative things. And it's like, or maybe the energy was just not. Yeah. Maybe you're just not compatible. Right. Or, like, sometimes you can break up and it's like, I love you. Like, I literally love you and everything is great. It's just, like, not ever going to go further than where we are right now. Right. But it's still not nice to hear. No, it's definitely not. And, like, I, I've ever only cried over a boy twice my whole life. One of them recently and... That was annoying because he said we weren't compatible, which is crazy. Yeah. Because, like, we we were compatible all the times so we had sex. Yeah. And also, you asked me out. Yeah, that was weird. And then when I asked him why, he wouldn't answer. He didn't answer. 
I don't know yeah. if I wanted to really know. <laughs> yeah. But, and that's another thing, like, do I really need to know? Yeah, so I listened to, um, I think it was an episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Um, they had, like, a relationship coach lady on there, and she was talking about, um, like, love and dating and infidelity and things like that, and she was saying how rejection is kind of, like, a blessing in disguise sometimes because someone telling you what they don't like or what they don't want can help you, what's the word, like, introspectively? Yeah. Not in a way of, like, oh, my partner said he doesn't like that I communicated X, Y, Z in this way. It's like, well, I need to communicate in that way. And so I also do not want a partner who that doesn't work for them. Like, it can be your guide to something better or, like, your next level in life. So I'm trying to remember that, that, like, rejection can be a good thing. Yeah. Because, like, she also was talking about how, like, sometimes couples break up and get back together because, like, more so on the male part, when you reject a man, like, access to you, he'll make him get his, like, shit together. Ooh. Yeah. Because okay. she, or she is, like, I think she's an author also, but she has a podcast, this woman. I actually, it really, I'll find the episode and see if I can, uh. Emily Nagoski or whatever. She's like the orgasm lady. Oh, no. It was like an older woman. Oh. Because she was talking about, like, infidelity the most. Like, her last book is about, like, she's a, like, a therapist. And she's like, I do couples counseling for all these couples. And they, like, you really can come back from cheating, which a lot of people say, like, absolutely not. No, you can't. Like, if my partner were to cheat on me, I'm out. It's over. Um, But she goes into this whole thing about, like, love and respect and rejection and communicating effectively with your partner and like why cheating happens and like to a woman that is like the ultimate rejection is like in order to avoid making me feel rejected and just like breaking up with me you lied to me and then snuck around behind me back and then also slept with somebody else yeah that's way worse way worse but it was a really interesting episode and i was like the way that my body is so soft to rejection that would not work for me. <laughs> but it was very interesting to hear. That is interesting. Um, should we dive in? To paradise? Oh my god, I almost said something disgusting. Yeah, we should dive into paradise for sure. Um, because there was a whole lot of rejection oh, happening. God, that sucks to come in, like, literally. That was everybody's literally brutal to watch. Did you see that TikTok with... Anna. Yeah. That's so funny. But that sucks. I I would sooner get hit by a bus than go in that late. Well that and um cry on the beach in front of all of them. I would and have just told Ed comes. That was so nice, but they're like, What about Natasha? Okay, let me tell you the layers of rejection there. Okay. What's that girl's name? McKenna. McKenna. Okay, poor McKenna. Th- this was honestly Three levels deep of embarrassing for everybody. McKenna comes into the beach and she's like, ha ha, I'm so cute. Do you want to go on a date? No. <laughs> Do you want to go on a date? No. Like, just door slamming in this girl's face left yeah. and right. And it's like, well, fuck. She asked everybody she was interested in, did they want to go on a date? And they all said no because they all have girlfriends already. Because they've been on the beach for five weeks, six weeks. 
And so she goes down on the beach and cries. I would just leave. Right. And she's like, I think I want to go home. Cries, cries, cries. Ed, so sweet. So wrong, though. Yeah. Runs down and he's like, well, I would love to go on a date with you. And she's like, well, I think I'm just going to go home. Yeah, she was like, nothing against you. Which is code for everything You're so ugly. He looks much better than he did. No, I know, but, like, she clearly isn't into it. And so now we've hit level two of, like, Ed trying to be the savior and, like, having to talk her into the date. That's fucking embarrassing. It was so uncomfortable. Their date looked fun, though. But then also, that third level, to be Natasha just, like, sitting up at the bar watching him, like, oh. Okay, this is happening again. Nice. You know, like, that's just... So many things. Yeah. But James and Anna are cute. Yeah. I hope she actually does like him, because he, he can't catch a fucking break. I mean, I guess he did. I didn't really feel bad for Tia, because... What? But she said he should accept it. It's just gonna hurt. Which, like, I feel like that's how we all should be. Tia, actually, I know that I was literally just talking shit about her last week. Like, I was not vibing with her. But this week I am, because I think... That's how I aspire to handle rejection. She was like, it's just really hard to be around all the other couples because, like, they're all couples and I want to be like that. But it's just, like, my person's not here. And, like, I want James to ask me to prom because I want him to. But I don't actually want to go to prom with him. Like, he should go with Anna because they seem to really have hit it off. But, like, that sucks for me. (laughs) And, like, I feel like that's how a big girl handles that. Yeah. Okay. And then this... And then what? Aaron? Out of fucking nowhere. Okay, okay. Also, I kind of liked it, though. Because I was like, yeah, Aaron. Show that bitch. I'm 100% yeah. Team Aaron. Honestly, he could kick me in the face and I would stand up and say Team Aaron because I love him so much. Yeah, because, and he, I don't think he ever but has I done anything wrong. I don't think I mean, that this is a little weird, but Chelsea was Chelsea like, I think that I deserved a conversation. And let me tell you why the fuck she didn't. She made out with literally the whole fucking island no, in front of him. No, she only made out with Ivan. She only made out with Ivan. In front of Aaron. Right after she made out with Aaron. I'm over it. She went on that date and didn't talk to Aaron at all first. She just was right. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, no. And so... She's like, I think I at least deserved a conversation. It's like, you cannot ask for things in a relationship that you do not give. Right. Literally any time a man shows her any interest, she's like, yeah, let's go. Who's Aaron? What? And he was like, I'm sitting right here. Aaron's so loyal to the girls that he is A hundred percent. Even the Ivan thing happened and Chelsea was like not around. And so she comes back on the beach from wherever she was and she's like, oh my God, what's going on? Everyone's like, they're fighting about you. She's like flirting with Ivan as she's telling him like it's not cool to like make it seem like I started the conversation with you she's like leaning into him and like laughing and like she's like yeah I know what you're so cute but like you kind of lie yeah it's like Aaron is literally still watching I did not like those colors okay but the Tia and Aaron I thought it was so fucking cute like they literally just left to make out it's totally a Maddie move yeah he was like do you want to go outside and she was like yeah yes right now I'll beat you out there. came out of nowhere. Unless they had been talking. No, like, I don't think they... Do you think James cares? Well, no, because he's got Anna. Yeah, I don't think so. 
Well, and they're like BFFs in real life. It's like, so cute. Like, and yeah, and then I also Tia like what? obviously didn't like James, you know? Right. So like I don't think he cares. Ivan, Ivan, Ivan. Did I you was... see that TikTok he made? And it was like nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna know. know. Yeah. So I did read a little breakdown of like how it happened. So the thing about it is. People are like, oh, God, the producer obviously, like, planted the phone. And, like, how else would he know? But someone did an anonymous interview. You know, I can't say who, but it was obviously one of the producers. I think the producer who was guilty. And it was like, you cannot leave your room ever for anything at all once you leave the beach. And they had to go quarantine Mm -hmm. to shelter from the storm. If you want a drink, a snack. You have to call your... Each person has, like, an individual producer. Like, each contestant has a producer that, like, helps them with their confessionals and storyline and whatever. So, Ivan's producer was in his room because they had requested some snacks and a case of beer. Him and Noah. So, she's bringing the things to them. She goes to the bathroom. Her phone is on, like, you know, hotel rooms have, like, those little desks areas Mm -hmm. she left her phone snacks beer on the table because everyone has to wear a mask at all times her phone is not like face id thumb you have to swipe and do all the things it's just like open because like you have to wear a mask and it's it's annoying to unlock he is a sneaky snaker and was like oh my god a phone because they can't have one for weeks and so he just like swiped and it just opened right up because there's no lock that because of the so mask. Shusty. And the last thing open was everyone's room numbers because he requested snacks and beer. And so it wasn't like a it the lady was saying like it was it had to be like a split like oh my god, I saw it. I'm going to just like see what happens, like see if I can pull this off. But he was just like being nosy open the phone, and that just happened to be what was open because she was looking for his room number to bring things. And he saw, he was like, he didn't know, nobody knew who was in the hotel, almost at hospital, quarantining <laughs> to, like, maybe potentially come down to the beach. And he saw that girl Alexa's name and was like, oh, my God, she's here. And he is desperate for a rose, and he fi- probably figured, like, it's not going to happen what the fuck is the worst that could happen? And went and found her. And a producer was sleeping in the room next door to Alexa. And how this all crumbled together the next day. Wells actually did an interview that brings together this last piece. And they were like, what the fuck happened? He's like, okay, so weird. Ivan just happened to see that lady's list of room numbers in her phone. Which is just like fluke fucking crazy. But then a different producer sleeping next door was like, Alexa was, like, talking. Like, I could hear her talking. Like, really late at night. It woke me up. She was, like, laughing so loud. And I was, like... Laughing so loud. Right? And he was, like, well, what the fuck is so funny? Like, like, you're in a hotel room by yourself. It's not like the other contestants that have roommates. So she shouldn't be talking. Like, he was, like, at first I heard her laughing and was, like, oh, she's probably just watching something or whatever. But then I, like, could hear her speaking, like, talking. And it's, like, who the fuck is she talking to? You don't have a cell phone. Like, you are just in this hotel room. Like, who are you talking to? So he already planned to ask her in the morning, like, did you get a phone? Did you sneak a phone in your room? Like, who are you talking to? Are you good? Are you going crazy? And then 
she called the front, uh, like the front desk, and asked for a wake up call at five a.m. Alexa did. Yeah, and then so other producers obviously hear about this and they're like, "You're not going down to set, so like, why would you need a wake up call? Like, why are you waking up at five a.m.? She hasn't woken up at five a.m. And why she hasn't called for a wake up call any day she's been here? So why now would she be? So they already were like. That's suspicious. Going to go to her room in the morning and be like, what's happening? Then the Ivan thing happened, okay? While Ivan is down on the beach making out with Chelsea and lying to everybody about how that came to be, the other producers... Which also just goes to show he was fully just using Chelsea to get a rose. Like, to try to stay, because he was like, oh, she's here, now I gotta... So, this is all happening at the same time. Ivan is down on the beach making out with Chelsea and also fighting with the whole world. The other producers went to Alexa's room and they were like, they didn't know. They were just like, are you good? Because, like, we heard you talking and, like, laughing last night and, like, maybe something else. And then you called for, like, this weird wake-up call and said, like, are you, they were like, are you trying to leave? Are you trying to go to the airport? Like, what's, where? And she started crying and she was like, I have a game in my room. And she told them everything. And then... Wells had already memorized his whole script to do the rose ceremony, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, scrap all that shit. Go ask Ivan if he has something to tell you. And he was like, why? And they were like, just go ask him. And so that conversation, Wells said, went on for way longer than what you see because there was a lot of, like, Wells was like, no, I'm serious. Like, what is it? What did you do? What's happening? Yeah. Because he didn't know. Oh, my God. Wow. And then they sent Alexa home. They were like, okay, well, you can't. That's crazy. That's well. And she didn't even get to enjoy Mexico. She just <laughs> she sit, in, sit in a hotel the whole time. And then didn't even get to touch the beach. <sighs> or crazy. be seen on I'm camera at all. so glad that next week is the finale. Yeah, but it's also three hours. Oh, yeah. Do Half we think hour? that everyone's going to freak out? Oh, and... I don't think anybody's getting engaged. Noah and Abigail broke up. Yeah. Just needed to be mentioned. And Kendall. Do you have any? Oh, fuck. I forgot. Yeah. Pack it up, babe. Leave it alone. Do you think that Joe and Serena get engaged? No. I don't think anybody does. Not one. Not one. Maybe Riley and Marissa. Oh, maybe. Um, okay. Who do you think is still together? Like, Serena and Joe. Okay. That's it. Oh. Who do you think? Oh, maybe Marissa and Riley. I think Marissa and Riley are probably still together. Oh, I hope Thomas and Becca are together. I think that Thomas and Becca are still together. I hope Um, Joe and Serena. I don't know about them. McKenna and... (laughs) Whatever. Just kidding. I think besides that, though... I cannot talk about this anymore. I think besides that, though, everybody's probably broken up. Um, but you know what? That's your last chance to watch our live tweeting on Tuesday at 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. God. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. And our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out.